2: And it's going to be an incredible weekend this weekend. I hope you can get out and enjoy it. It's going to feel like springtime. And while we still might have some cold days, even, even maybe some light freezing days between now and the official start of spring, uh, you're going to get uh, a sense of spring this weekend i'm scoot on the air glad you're with us on uh, free for all friday Uh, i want to go to ian ozan in our newsroom and i i want to talk about this uh, story with this uh, 10 year old uh, child in in mississippi who was arrested for urinating in public
3: yeah apparently uh this kid was waiting outside a lawyer's office his mom had a meeting and he's outside and he had to go so he went behind a a bush or a tree police said he was discreet in doing it But they saw him, and they arrested him, handcuffed him, put him in the tank. And now his mother is suing because she feels they went overboard with the kid.
2: Yeah, it seems like... Well, I don't know if you can give your opinion, but in my opinion, it seems like they went overboard with the the kid. And the fact that he's black might have had something to do with it. I I, I don't know. But if he was being discreet about it, I mean, we've all we've all done that i mean we've all had to go and you got to go i mean it, you, the the choice is you either do that or you you wet your pants and that's not always the you know most attractive thing to do so i don't blame the kid for trying to be discreet about that and he was not in control of the situation couldn't go anywhere i mean some kid, 10-year-old kids might have um uh, You know, tried to start the car and go to the bathroom somewhere, and that's not the right uh, way to handle that. So a tough situation there in Mississippi.
3: Yeah, it is. And to answer your question, I'm not sure the police handled it in the right way. He's 10 years old for crying out loud. And then the judge issuing a sentence that included three, I think it was three years of probation and writing a two-page essay on Kobe Bryant. What does that do to rectify the situation? Nothing. (laughs) I I mean, look, I think the kid— Everything about this is, is off.
2: Yeah, the kid should be punished, you know, I mean, and and an adult should be punished for urinating in public. I mean, even if you have to, it comes down to you have to do it. It's not the right thing to do. And so there there can be punishment for it. But I think they were way, way overboard with that. Ian, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, yesterday. Uh, yep. You know, you were there with the breaking news yesterday during our show when there was that uh, shooting on the Crescent City Connection. Uh, when I left Laplace and was I, I was heading back uh, to West End, I saw how every artery— Going into uh, going into Clearview, which was headed for the the uh, the Huey P. Long Bridge, was was backed up well into the uh, the Clearview Shopping Center area. It was just a mess.
3: It was, and it it took until about six or six thirty before we finally saw the roads cleared. And even about six thirty, we got a call in the newsroom from someone who was on Clearview, headed towards the Huey P. Long, wondering why traffic was backed up all the way to Interstate Ten. It took. Uh, almost till 7 o'clock before that finally cleared. traffic was moving, but it was still congested from earlier in the day that it was slow going through Metairie to get across to Bridge City. So i is just grateful it's over, and we're learning more yeah. details about this case as we go along. Uh, NOPD saying that they don't believe it was a case of road rage, that they've alluded to the fact that they think it may be targeted because they said a car pulled up alongside another someone started shooting into that other car and one one of the three people in the vehicle was hit he later died at a hospital so we're starting to get bits and pieces but we don't know yet we don't know who the suspects are we don't know what the motive is, if there is one, developed yet? So it may be a while before we figure this
2: out. Yeah, and the information yesterday did uh, continue to change. He was uh, he was dead. He was shot and killed in the bridge. I know he was killed. He, he died. He was shot in the bridge. He, he, he died in the hospital. And no, no, wait a minute. He's in grave condition. And and then he ended up uh, dying in the hospital. And then there was a report yesterday that there were police looking for uh, uh, bullet casings, like on the the approach to the Crescent City correct, uh, connection, not just on it.
3: Right, because the shooting happened. And This was something that police clarified almost immediately. It, the shooting didn't happen on the bridge itself. It was on the approach near the Chapitula's exit. So it was before it was on the main span. It was on that approach. And that's the reason why they kept it closed for a long time. And to their credit, they scoured the entirety of that approach in the bridge to make sure there was nothing there or, or to see if they could find something there that would help them in their investigation. And I imagine, based on some of the other um, homicides we've seen cleared over the last few weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw this cleared, maybe not in the next few days, but give it a few weeks, and we may be hearing more about arrests as we go yeah, along.
2: Yeah, well, hopefully. hopefully. And, and, and you know, we want to know how it, 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 it starts. I mean, if, if it's a, a shooting, it seems like we hear about these shootings where it's they're, they're rolling. It's it's in they're they're on the road. They're 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 rolling, and the shooting's in progress while they're while they're on the road. Did they, did they not want to shoot them where they where they were? Did they see them where they were stopped at some point, and then followed them onto the 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 roadway, and then shot them there? Uh, those are questions I don't have answers to.
3: Right, and that's and I think that's the scariest part for a lot of us who travel uh, the Crescent City connection, whether going to uh, the West Bank or coming back to this end. It's scary to know that. There are people who are insane enough to do something like mm-hmm. this and put not just their target at danger but to put everybody else on that span in danger and if there's any silver lining to this, maybe it 's that it happened during a during an hour in which they the congestion wasn't as heavy as it might have been, say, during
2: a 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock afternoon rush hour. All right. All right, Eno said, thanks for keeping us up to date with that yesterday, and we'll talk to you again with the news coming up. See you soon. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. It is uh, free for all Friday, and if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okanard Jewelers Talk and Tax Line is 504-260-1870. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about it. that The, the police in, in Mississippi, they did not handle this uh, 10-year-old kid right. Uh, the, the The town is... Uh, Senatobia. Is, is that it? Senatobia uh, police? And so this happened um, This happened last August, but the, the sentencing uh, just took place. But a 10-year-old black child in Mississippi urinating in public in August was sentenced this week uh, in youth court to three months probation. And he also had to write an essay on, on Kobe Bryant. What did that have to do with, with, with this? And, I mean, I guess you find a way to punish the kid, but for police to put him in handcuffs and take him down and put him in a cell, or I think the kid described it as a cage, a cell-like situation, I mean, that's inappropriate. I mean, these police officers are acting like Barney Fife on, on The Andy Griffith Show. I mean, they're, it, why, why do they have to go that far? I mean, maybe, maybe things have been kind of quiet in their town and they haven't had uh, much to do. So, you know, they're going to really, uh, uh, really get serious about this 10-year-old kid. I mean, urinating in public is not a good thing. I'm not, in, I'm not endorsing it, condoning it at all. And sometimes you got to go, you got to go. It's easier for men to go than it is for girls and women to go. We know that. But it's not the worst thing that you can do. And, and, and police even admitting that the kid was was trying to be discreet. It just seems like they made a big deal about uh, about nothing. All right. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow is the uh, primary in South Carolina. And uh, as we have um, seen in the polls, uh, Nikki Haley, that's her home state. Nikki Haley is far behind. Nikki Haley. I always uh, saw her as I, I know sometimes she seems to be really right wing but I know there there are things about her that seem to be very moderate, and I thought that her moderate side was going to catch on more and she was going to get more attention, but I guess that hasn't uh, happened. She was governor of South Carolina when the statues were taken down, the Confederate-era statues were taken down in New Orleans. And then there was – I, I think this is the order – and then there was a, a problem with the Confederate flag being shown on the Capitol grounds in um in Columbia. Is it Columbia? Columbus. I think it's Col- Is it Columbia? It's Columbus. It's Columbus, South Carolina. Uh, and so as a Republican governor, she was for the Confederate flag coming down, which was the right decision. So, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't done better because I still see the numbers. And uh, there are fewer those on the extreme right and extreme left than there are. In the middle and and, and moderate and and radical moderates like like myself, there are more of us than there are of them. And yet the polls show that uh, that Donald Trump is doing really well. Now, I mentioned a poll yesterday that in head to head competition with Joe Biden, there's a Quinnipiac poll that has just come out and polls come out and they've got different, uh, different results. But this Quinnipiac poll, which I do not know to be a biased poll over the years. It shows that Joe Biden in head-to-head competition leads. Now, this is on on a national basis, not in in key states. And as you know, all you have to do is win in the key states. But overall, in the country, with likely voters, uh, Joe Biden is ahead 49 to 45 percent. Joe Biden, 49, Trump at 45 percent. So that's four points. Uh, Joe Biden's lead is shrinking because back in... Um, January, January 31st, Joe Biden was at 50 and uh, Donald Trump was at 44, a six point lead. So the six point lead from last month to this month has turned into a four point lead. So I would assume that that's within the, uh, the margin of error. So um, it's uh, basically a, a, a tie at this point. So, you know, I don't know. There's just so many people who will vote for Trump, even though they don't like him because they don't like Biden. And there are people who will vote for Biden even though they don't like Biden and they think Biden's too old to be president because they don't like Trump. I mean, what kind of situation are we in? Do you remember a time when people voted for candidates because they loved them? Remember Bill Clinton? Remember Barack Obama? People loved them. Some people loved George W. Bush. Some people loved his dad. Many people loved Ronald Reagan. They voted for these people because they loved them. And now we've got a situation where people are voting for somebody because they hate the other one. They hate the other one so much that they they don't like the one they're voting for, but they hate the other one so much they're going to vote for the one that they have there. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakenheart Jewelers talking text line is five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. All right, uh, we're going to come back here and uh, in just a few minutes we'll get to uh, some of your uh, text messages, and uh, they have been uh, you know pouring in as usual. We'll get to that. Also, there's a there's another another case of a child porn case, and this uh, child porn was apparently shared through LSU's router system by a student. I mean, I, I don't understand this. I don't. I don't have any understanding of child porn or pedophilia or any of that. I don't get it. All right, it is free for all Friday. All right. So uh, apparently, there's a, a a few country music stations that are not playing Beyonce's country hit. Beyonce's come out with a country hit, and and two of her songs are really really popular. But that doesn't mean every country radio station is playing the songs. I guess it's all about politics, right? Why can't people just focus on the music? We're going to play those songs for you when we come back here. I'm Scooch on WWL. this is brand new from Beyonce. song is called uh, Texas Hold'em. It's number one on the Billboard charts. And Beyonce has become the first black women to reach number one on Billboard's Hot Country music chart. Uh, the song was released February the 11th. It debuted at number one on the Hot Country songs uh, list. Uh, th- another song from the album, 16 Carriages. Uh, was another single that uh, did really well. It uh, started off uh, debuting at number nine on the country music uh, singles chart. And uh, the songs are number two and number 38, re- respectively, um, on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. So, okay, Beyoncé's not number one, number two in the, on the Billboard chart, but number one on the Billboard country music chart. Um, but there was a radio station in in, in Oklahoma, KYKC, And fans were saying, why aren't you playing the Beyoncé song? You know what the radio station said? We do not play Beyoncé as we are a country music station. What if Beyoncé does a country song? Texas Hold'em. And I guess guess really this um, comes down to how do you define a country song? Is it the artist or is it the music? You know, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, uh, he got into country for a while. It didn't really work, but he was doing country songs, and they were playing his country music. Um, But, you know, it's, it's very, very bothersome that Beyonce, somebody who is as big and popular as she is, and the fans were loving it. I wonder if the fans weren't prejudiced, but the radio station was. We don't play Beyonce as we are a country music station. Ian, p- play a little bit of that uh, song, "Country Hold 'Em" again. I mean, again, what what defines a country song? The the artist or the the music? Can uh, well, if Kurt Cobain were alive today, could Kurt Cobain do a country song? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of country songs that are crossover hits. You know, they're popular country songs. They're popular. Um, mainstream songs. And I guess this song, because Beyonce is going to be popular on, on, on both charts, the Hot 100 chart and the, the country music chart. But this is a, a this is an interesting dilemma in America. And here's what I love. The radio station responded to the fans who said, play the song and they're, they're playing the song. So I just I get the feeling that like you know management at the the radio station was saying, well, you know she's a black female, she's Beyonce, you know she's uh, married to Jay Z, and you know Beyonce's gotten involved and you know she stands for things that we don't stand for, so we ain't gonna play her music. You think that conversation went on? I, I think it might have. It might have happened. But then you've got the fans revolting, saying, play the song. And at least the radio station responded to the fans. And, 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 and good for the fans for not seeing color. Good for the fans for just hearing the song and thinking that it's, it, it's a good song. And, and so many artists, uh, Carrie Underwood, uh, Taylor Swift, great example. Taylor Swift started her career as a country artist. And now she's a, a pop artist. Still has roots in in country music, but she's a a full-blown pop superstar. If you want to join us for the comment, the Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Bradley. Bradley, you're on WWL.
4: Hey, Scoot, I just want to let you know you're full of crap because you didn't read the full disclosure that the radio station put out. They actually have another radio station that plays Beyonce all the time. And they also put a disclosure out exactly about 12 hours after that was said because they had never heard of the song as the reason they didn't play it. And once they learned what it was, they started playing it. So I'm going to get off the phone, but you need to do your homework before you put out misinformation like the Biden campaign. Thanks.
2: (laughs) Wait wait a minute. Wow. In what he said, he just admitted that the song was banned. I don't care if they have another radio station. The song was banned. I accurately... Presented that, Bradley. I also presented the idea that the fans uh, talked the radio station into. I'm looking at the story right now. Uh, the fans convinced the radio station to play the song. So I don't know how that qualifies me as being full of crap.
5: Well, I read the back of an oatmeal packet this morning, so I feel like I'm pretty qualified to tell you that you're full
2: of crap on this issue, Scoot. Yeah. And now I'm going to hang up. Go Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and what about then the Biden campaign? What too? What the hell is that? Yeah. What? What about he didn't? Ha- he hung up.
5: Oh yeah, he hung up immediately.
2: Well, you know, we just we 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 do the show. I'm not going to worry about that. But look, there was a radio station in Oklahoma, KYKC, and they did not play the Beyonce song. And then they played the song, and that's what the caller just said. I didn't say. It's so, almost like. It's,
5: it, people. Some of the reaction to this is like, it's impossible that a radio station wouldn't play a certain artist because of personal or political reasons. Right. Are, have you lost your mind? Do you not even know the history of music radio in America? Yep. Stations from the jump have been saying, we're not going to play them because they're black. We're not going to play them because they might be a communist. We're not going to play them because they don't like Vietnam. We're not going to play them because yeah. they're using the F word. We're not going to play them because they don't support George W. Bush. So Listen, this is I, like the just maybe the latest thing and long pattern of things like this happening. Like, it's not unreasonable to think that they did this because they don't like Beyonce.
2: I work for a radio station that uh, would not allow us to play They All Acts For You by the media. Really? Yeah. Because it sounded like they were saying they all ass for you. The monkey's (laughs) ass. The donkey's ass or whatever it is. But because it sounded like ass, uh, I wasn't allowed to play the song they'll for you. So anyway, um, I think it's great that the fans overrode this this radio station that was very short-sighted. And I I think it's also um, interesting that Beyonce has now become the first black uh, singer, first black woman. Uh, to reach number one on the Billboard Hot Country Singles Charts, and also she's number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Um, you know, there's always a, a backstory to to everything, but um, I certainly had the headlines correct. And, you know, what? what the caller and what some people don't want to recognize is that racism is alive and well, and that some people are just downright racist. And they make decisions based on, Racist mentality. So I can't change. Uh, I can't change that. But um, anyway, do you have any you Have any text you want to get to? Yeah, just my favorite kind of caller is the guy who calls up and says, you're wrong. I'm not
5: taking any questions. And he hangs <laughs> up. And there's a texter here that says, yeah, that's the quote. I will not be tweaking questions, Bradley. Well, thanks for your participation today, yeah. Bradley. Uh, here's a text that says, how could a country radio station not know about the number
2: one country song well that 's just it they 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 had to know they had to know i mean as backwards as Oklahoma might be in some cases, they had to know they had to know so the decision had to be based on one thing because beyonce 's black or because maybe two things because beyonce 's black also maybe. Because Beyonce has um, stood for things, uh, political and social issues, that some people don't agree with.
5: Uh, here's a text that says, politics and radio. There's no political bias among the programmers. Just ask the Dixie twits. The Di-
2: oh, yeah. It means the Dixie yeah, chicks. That's which right. W-
5: their career was yeah. blanked. After they yeah. dared to say they were ashamed that George Bush was from Texas once. Yeah, and
2: that was a, a poor decision. That was a poor marketing decision on their part. Yeah. They, they shouldn't have done that, and they shouldn't have done it on, on, on foreign soil. They shouldn't have were in, in London when they, when they said that. They, they should not have, have done that, and they, they suffered the consequences, and they never fully came back.
5: Uh, About that kid who was peeing in the parking lot. Here's one. that says, urinating in your own pants is a bad thing. Shame on those policemen. Most are ill-trained and ill-prepared to deal with things appropriately. Like I said, shame on those policemen arresting that 10-year-old boy. Shame, shame, shame.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, except I don't agree that, that most police officers um, are not trained. I think most police officers are trained to do the right thing, and most police officers would do the right thing. But in this small town in Mississippi, these uh, these police officers uh, didn't do the right thing in, in arresting a 10-year-old because he, he urinated, and they even admitted that he was being discreet about it. I'll
5: do a couple of politics texts. Here's one that says, why would any well-educated, well-qualified, normal, stable American man or woman put their name in the hat to run for president when your own constituents just want to undermine you and attack you if you don't think the way they think? Donald Trump literally spent his first term fighting impeachment and everything else. He did accomplish some things. I would have loved to see what he could have accomplished without all those hurdles he had to jump through. No normal person wants to be the president of the United States anymore.
2: Well, I agree. I I think the best people who uh, could be president uh, don't want to run because of everything that was just mentioned. Here's a text from the coordinator who
5: says, Scoot, MAGA makes up the greatest proportion of the Republican Party, therefore are and have been called the face of the party the moderates are now on the fringe i
2: but in reality i don't think so i you know i don't think i don't think the maga the true maga republicans i don't think make up the majority of of the party now i haven't seen any surveys on this and and so you know maybe there's a survey that's going to be taken that will will reveal this but i i don't believe that the true maga republicans dominate the party
5: I think you might be right. I think two things are possible at once, right? Because I think I'm I've been looking at what's happening at CPAC this weekend, which used to be a pretty straightforward collection of Republican governors and Republican congressmen and people in Republican media and Republican donors and Republican activists. There was no more like establishment gathering of movement Republicans than CPAC. And now... It's all MAGA, top to bottom, side to side. They got Steve Bannon running the place. The PizzaGate guy is one of the featured speakers out there, saying like, "Yeah, we're going to end democracy. Yeah, we're going to finish the job we did on January 6th. Like those people are definitely at the tip of the spear.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're making the most. They're making, they're making, the, making the, the most
5: noise exactly. And then on the other hand, you see Donald Trump's small donors. That that figure is collapsing. Like rank and file voters are not giving money to Donald Trump anymore, and I don't know if that means that they're disassociating themselves with the MAGA movement, but it's I think it's indicative of something else that's happening.
2: Yeah, and part of the 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 CPAP uh, CPAP, thing, <laughs> CPAP 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 thing that's uh... CPAP convention <laughs> is probably
5: very boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. The, uh, the, the CPAC panel was, you know, once again, trying to make the January 6th rioters look like they were heroes yep. by putting their lives on the line to attack the police <laughs> sure. who are attacking the people. Yeah, the police started attacking the people. But yet there are people who believe this. So, again, um, I haven't seen the, the survey. And if there is one out there, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it. Uh, I'd like to see what percentage of Republicans uh, consider themselves to be true MAGA Republicans and uh how many consider themselves to be more moderate you know I, I once again i i think people are afraid to admit they're moderate i think they're afraid to admit that they're even radical moderates or that they that they have opinions on everything but they're 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 they're, they're more moderate in their views it doesn't mean that you don't have an opinion if you're moderate it simply means that you don't see everything seen through the same myopic political perspective as, as as some people do, and you know there's the extreme on the left and the extreme on the right, and the m- most of the voters that control the the the, the ballot box and, and control the national elections are the are the moderates, are the independents, and the moderates on on both sides. So again, I'd, I'd like to see the survey of how many Republicans consider themselves to be true. Um, true uh, MAGA Republicans. I'll leave you with this one. In the upcoming election, can we please just
5: have Scoot for president and Ian as his vice president? Make this happen, America. We need this. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Stay awesome.
2: Thank you. But we're uh, way too smart to want to be president and (laughs) vice president. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs)
1: All
2: right. Here's the other song by Beyonce uh, that is just one of the top country hits in the country. It's called Sixteen Carriages. And I love that Beyonce has been so successful and set so many records, and now she's taking on country. And it's not in some cheesy, gratuitous way. Uh, She is sincerely doing some country stuff that's being accepted as country. This is 16 Carriages by Beyonce. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day in 1999, Eminem released his first uh, major album, the Slim Shady LP. My name is... And he was uh, revealing his alter ego, Slim Shady. I'm Scoot on the Air. We're going to get to some of your texts here in just a moment. Let's go to Scott in Metairie. Scott, welcome to the show. Happy Friday.
4: Hey, Scoot. Since uh, Lenten season is upon us and it's the reason to change our behavior... And also, I listened to you talking about rockers who kind of managed to change by eliminating their own self-destructive behavior. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had an ever-so-brief story about change that uh, I thought maybe I could relate to you. Okay. And uh, last fall, it was in the middle of the night, and uh, I I didn't find anything I wanted to read in my my, uh, house. I went outside, looked in the car, looked in the laundry room, and lo and behold, I found a book titled change your day not your life by Andy Cor, Core CORE. Mm-hmm. He is he is an expert in change. And so his main theme is that uh, don't try to change your whole life. Short-term goals and simple daily habits build upon one another. Mhm. So that's he,
2: you know it that's it's I mean, that's the right philosophy. You know, people, when they uh, think about change for land or the New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, they think about changing so much in in their lives and they want a whole new life. And and they never get down to to making the individual changes that they have to make in their daily life to, to manifest change overall.
4: Right. Well, as Mister Kors says, a change can be simple. For example, I switched off the lively chatter of Jennifer Hudson and Kelly Clarkson's respective shows
2: and
4: yeah. tuned into the lively banter of your show.
2: Uh oh. Well, I, we appreciate that. I hope it's been. I hope it's been good for you. But um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Scott, I you know I think that's a it's a it's a good thought you know because we, we want to make changes but we don't want to do the everyday work of of making those changes and they start off by being small small changes so I I appreciate that thought Scott uh, let's go to Gus uh, Gus was on the Causeway Gus you're still on the Causeway. Yeah.
6: Scoot, scoot. I am on the causeway. But why in the world are you waiting for polls to come out to figure out if MAGA or Trump is in the lead? The people are speaking and the people trump the polls. No pun intended. This is uh, clearly in favor of Trump and the MAGA people. Like them or not, the people are speaking. So why wait for a poll?
2: Well, I'm not waiting for polls. I I'm, I'm simply saying that I don't think and I'm I I I would be interested to see if there is a poll about this, but I I'm saying that I don't think the majority of the Republican party is true is true MAGA Republicans. I think that Why a lot are they of the, for Trump? Well, because they don't I just as I explained, they don't like Biden. They don't like the the options. And so uh, they they found enough about Trump to like, but they're not true there are true MAGA Republicans that I think are equivalent to right wing radicals. That doesn't define the whole Republican Party, but I haven't seen a poll that, uh, that that demonstrates that.
6: Well, it's not the polls; it's the voting that's actually going on right now. And I think even I understand. more n- not not to not to, to bump against your 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 point, but I think more people are not going to vote for Trump or not vote for Trump and vote for Biden because they can't stomach the idea of. Of voting for trump but they're out there voting that in strong strong numbers yeah, whether think he to- wins or not
2: yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that poll, too. And and again, I, I don't put too much into the polls, guys, because we've seen the, the polls deceive us. But we've also seen times when the polls have been, you know, hauntingly um, accurate. And I just, you know, I, I think uh, I, this is an election where um, we have a lot of people voting for a candidate because they hate the other candidate. They don't even like who they're voting for. And I was kind of uh, lamenting back into the days when we voted for candidates we loved. And there are a lot of candidates. I mean, a lot of uh, voters voting for a candidate. Canada that they don't like but they hate the other one even more
6: we do but the, the, the polls were're we're, we're surpassing the polls right now because the vote's on and we're gonna see what happens I mean if, if you're a Nikki Haley fan, which I actually am. I, I'd vote for her over Trump, but I don't think she has a shot because of the MAGA people and the Trump
2: Well, that's what, but Gus, that, you're that you're out there. you're proving exactly the point that I was, I was making, is that there are a lot of Republicans like you that, that want to be on the winning side. They want to vote for the winner. They want their vote to count, so they vote for Trump. I think there are a lot of people like you in the Republican Party.
6: Well, I think there's a lot of people like you on the left as well that are going to say, how can, why do we need a poll to look at, who is in, who's in the lead? We know who's in the lead. There's not. There's,
2: I'm there's not. Dis, I'm hand not. Hand I'm hold. not disputing that. I'm not disputing that Trump's the is, well. The I, I, I mean, I mentioned the, the Quinnipiac poll, which is a is a a very reliable poll. And it shows that nationwide, not in specific states, but it shows nationwide, uh, Biden is leading Trump uh, forty-nine to forty-four percent. So, you know, f- uh, four point uh, four point four. It's a four-point spread, forty-nine to forty-five. I think uh, it's a four-point spread. It was a six-point spread in uh, in in, Ju- in January. So. You know, I, I'm, I'm never I'm, I have never denied the accuracy of the polls right now, but I just don't think that that I don't think that a lot of Republicans in the Republican Party are true MAGA Republicans. And I think you've just um, I- explained that. All right. Let's go to Ian Hoke. We've got to get a couple of uh, text messages uh, on
5: uh, Here's <laughs> This one just says, so the crawfish farmers are getting eight dollars a pound and getting a bailout. Man, I'm in the wrong business.
2: Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what what the figures are, but we talked about this earlier in the show that uh, Governor Landry was quick to turn down uh, money to help feed children who don't get a meal in the morning and they have to start school on an empty stomach. But he was quick to accept federal money to help the uh, crawfish farmers. Nothing against the crawfish farmers. But it's just um, an interesting um, scenario.
5: Here's the Texas says the last few elections, it's basically come down to voting for a party rather than a candidate, and it looks like it's going to continue. Yeah,
2: I agree. Yeah, it's sad, but I agree. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to, uh, let's see. We got to get to a break here. Okay. All right. Uh, on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture Calendar. On this day in 1963, Paul and Paula had the number one song in the country for the third consecutive week. I I remember this song. This is one of those songs that I listened to on my transistor radio walking around the mean streets of of Metairie. Um, What's interesting is that on this day in 1963, not only was it number one for the third consecutive week on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, but on this day in 63, it also became number one on the R&B chart. Now, this was like really white music that obviously a lot of African-Americans listening to the radio could relate to. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day in 1991, this was the number one song in the R&B charts. Going to make you sweat. All right, so, you know, if you really work hard this weekend, you could probably work up a sweat because it's going to be a little warmer. And then up to 80, I think, next Thursday, and then another cool front coming through here. But we're going to get a real taste of spring this weekend, and I, I hope you're making plans to get out in it. Um, I want to thank everybody at Leo Furniture and Mattress uh, on Airline Highway. This is a West Airline in Laplace. We did the show from there yesterday, and uh, Adam and everybody were very nice. Um, Priscilla and uh, Nellie, they were just really uh, great people. And look, I-, I want to remind you, if you're looking for a piece of furniture, uh, a mattress, a piece of furniture, uh, they've got very they've got very upscale furniture there uh, at very affordable prices. They also have very um, uh, popular brands uh, like Ashley, for example. In fact, all the Ashley furniture at Leo Furniture Mattress is, is 20% off. And uh, appliances are up to 50% off. And they've got like modern refrigerators and dryers and washers. If you're in the Laplace um Destrehan, St. John the Baptist Parish, St. Charles Parish, even in Metairie or Kenner. Man, take the drive to uh, to Laplace. It's the first uh, Laplace exit, and then go to Airline Highway and turn right, and you'll find uh, Leo Furniture and Mattress uh, just uh, down the street on the right, and... Great people. Uh, they've got financing available and uh, really, really good stuff. And I wanted to thank them for having us out there uh, yesterday. And if you buy a recliner and we know how, you know, the d- recliner that you have can, you know, get to be kind of disgusting because you spill stuff on it and you spend a lot of time in it. You buy one recliner, you get another one absolutely free. Hey, the Pelicans are hot. LSU baseball team is hot. LSU's basketball team is hot. The Lady Tigers are hot. Man, there's a lot to be excited about right now. All right, uh, the guys will be talking about that in Sports Talk from uh, 4 o'clock, starting at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, And then uh, LSU baseball is on our sister station, the Bet 92.5, I think it is. So... 92.9, 92.9. You can find the uh, baseball game there. I'm Scoot on the air. Uh, We're going to talk to uh, one of the members of Liverpool Legends uh, coming up in the next hour. And we'll be back. Free for all Friday on WWL.